0: Well, hello and welcome to The Bigger Picture. My name is John Kinney and I want to start by introducing myself and then my friend and co-host here today, Unique Mackey, will introduce himself. My name is John and I'm the senior pastor of Quest Church in Grovetown, Georgia. I also own a company that helps raise funds for uh, churches and organizations. I'm a husband and I have four children. My kids range in age from 20, almost 21, she'd say, down to 14. And I actually have two 14-year-old boys. So that's kind of me. You'll get to know me as we get going uh, today and in these series that we're doing called The Bigger Picture. But just wanted you to know a little bit about me. Unique, introduce yourself, man.
1: Well, my name is Unique Mackey. I am the pastor of Chosen also in Grovetown and um, the executive director of the Mackey Foundation. Uh, I'm not like John, I only have two kids, that's all I can handle. My son is (laughs) is 18 and my daughter is 10. I've been happily married for 15 years and um, just excited about what we're doing here. Um, John, why don't you let the the people know what the bigger picture is? So, yeah, we thought long and
0: hard about what we could call what we're doing. And we, we know that you're like, what is this? Somebody told me about it. I'm tuning in. The bigger picture is going to be an online platform for us to encourage you. We hope to bring hope to you. And when I say us, I mean all of us, y'all, we are going through a really difficult time right now with the pandemic, There are politics going on. We all know that. There's racial tension in our country. And not only that, you have other problems in your life. So as all of that is happening, as we struggle through things together, and I read a quote this morning that I wanted to to share with everybody because I thought it was so powerful. I saw this online. Somebody said, we're not all in the same boat, but we are in the same storm. And I was like, man, that is so good. We know that people are in different boats, different problems, but we're all in the same storm right now. It feels that way, maybe more than ever uh, in the year 2020. And so whenever you go through difficulty, whenever you're in a storm, it can cause you to lose focus. It can cause you to lose your bearings, to get off course and just really be disoriented. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, I think that we have to take a step back. The reason we're calling this The Bigger Picture is because we're encouraging people to take a step back and to see life from a greater perspective. Mm -hmm. What would it look like if in the middle of the pandemic, in the middle of a political season that is just starting to really swirl in our country. Uh, in the middle of these racial issues and tensions, in the middle of any problem you have, what would it look like if you took a step back mm-hmm. and you expanded your perspective? Uh, you said something the other day when we were talking about this uh, that's kind of a popular quote. Yeah. I, I just love that. Tell, yeah. tell the folks about that. That, I, that that's kind of gets at this as well.
1: Well, sometimes if we're not careful we won't be able to see the forest for the trees, yeah. right? Because everything that we're going through—you know, the things that you mentioned, our, our marriages, the, the issues with our kids, the the uh, COVID nineteen—all these issues like right are, are right there, yep. and and unfortunately, it, it it becomes a barrier from the forest or the, the the bigger picture. So I think you hit the nail on the head. The the only way we're going to be able to continue to to lead, and and that's what this is about, we've got to lead, we've got to push forward. The only way to do that is to really take a step back so we can expand our perspective.
0: Yeah, so we really hope that the bigger picture, this online platform, is going to be a way for you to step back, see your life from a greater perspective, not just see the tree (laughs) that is so often a problem that is right in front of you. And again, we're not all, we're not saying we're all in the same boat. We all have different issues and problems Mm -hmm. and struggles, but we're certainly, at least in our country, and I think you could say even in the world, we're we're all in the same storm, man. There is a lot going on. And so our desire was to create this online digital platform uh, to be able to share hope With people. So that's what we're going to do. And so we're going to step back and we're going to see the bigger picture. So, this is our pilot episode today. You know, this is our first time that we're doing this, and we're going to continue to do this. And so Uh, What we plan to do is to release a new episode on the first Wednesday of each month and the next time we're going to do that is in November. So this is our pilot episode. I know it's not the first Wednesday. It's one Wednesday of the month, but we're doing it uh, this Wednesday. Uh, And then it will be released on the first Wednesday starting in November at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So it depends on where you are in the country. You can watch it live or you can just watch it on demand and all Got to do to catch these episodes is go to biggerpicture.tv. We've got a website set up for that and you can view it there. It's also a podcast so you can just listen to it or you can, there's video podcasts now. I mean, amazing yeah, all the awesome. options yeah. that people have. Um, so All of that is gonna be happening and that's why we're doing this and we're calling it The Bigger Picture because we want you to expand your view. We want you to be able to see your life from a greater perspective because we're all going through a lot right now. Unique and I want to be sure that we're real up front with you. Some of you know us, some of you don't. Some of you will get to know us uh, through this online platform. Uh, and it won't just be us, by the way. We're going to have guests and different people that will be on the show with us. And uh, we're really excited about that. In fact, our next one, we plan to have a guest, and we'll just kind of leave it at that uh, as, we, as we head into the November uh, episode. But we want you to know right up front the, the worldview is the way I would describe Mm -hmm. it, that we have. Kind of the way we see life. Uh, I used to have a professor when I was in school who would say, I want to tell you guys up front, this is where I get on the bus when I approach this subject, whatever the subject was. And I always, that always hit me. I thought that was good. And he would say to us, you don't have to get on the bus in the same place, but I want you to know as as a teacher and professor uh, sharing with you, this is where I get on the bus. And so, Unique and I get on the bus in the same place. We have some differences, obviously everybody does, but we get on the bus in the same place. And you might say, well, what do you mean where you get on the bus, where do you get on the bus? We're gonna approach this whole bigger picture thing from a Christian worldview. So when I say that, obviously we're talking about God and us, a relationship that God has with us. Now, when we say Christian worldview, we're also talking about Jesus. All right. so we're gonna get into that a little bit today but we want you to know up front if you're a Christian you're probably gonna love this because we approach this from a Christian worldview but I don't want you to we don't want people to tune us out right no, like we not. want you to know we respect where people are uh, we just want you to know where we're coming from as we approach this so if you're not a Christian uh, I really think you're still gonna there's some great the stuff we talk about I think is going to be helpful to you. Whether you're a Christian or not. But we want you to know just right up front kind of how we begin with this. All right, so episode one, this is our pilot. Unique, let's get into it. What are we going to talk about today?
1: Well, we're going to talk about something that we know has been elusive for most of us, right? And that is peace. <laughs> Tr- truth be told, nobody saw what we're dealing with coming in 2020 right Right. i mean i didn't i i didn't i didn't hear anyone else talking about it uh -uh. we had our plans and then boom COVID, COVID 19 happened uh, along with a plethora of other issues and we thought it would be really cool to talk about peace and peace is 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 what we want to make sure we focus on because there's problems going on in, in our country. There's a pandemic. There's racial tensions, yeah. right? There, there are issues that are going on in our relationships but because of the pandemic and we're dealing with a political season that we're, we're right in the middle of. Did y'all know that there's a political season? <laughs> 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 I don't know it, it, so some sometimes i i I wish we could just you know <laughs> fast forward yeah, yeah. just and just you know get get right to it. we wake up yeah. one day and there's a, there's another president. <laughs> like, I don't know how that would happen, but uh, like we we want you to know that peace is possible, even in the midst of, as John said, the storm that we're all facing we 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 all have different boats, but we're all in the same storm and we want you to know and hopefully encourage you that peace is still possible. John, you had an interesting, um, uh, what word am I looking for? (laughs) Let let me rewind that. John, you had an interesting um, episode uh, uh, about peace uh, a few weeks ago. You you mind sharing that?
0: Yeah, it's, you know, unique sitting here saying, and I know you're going, Uh, In my head, I'm going, people are like, what do you mean we can have peace? I mean, like, there's a pandemic, there's politics, there's all this racial tension, there's all, yeah, I wish we could just fast forward, but the reality is we can't. And it probably feels to most of you that, like, there's an attack on your peace. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really hard to have peace. So you're sitting here going, what do you mean you can have peace? We're going to get to that Mm -hmm. in just a few moments. But doesn't it feel like every single day... Peace is being attacked in your life. And and so the other day, uh, I was working at one of my favorite coffee shops that happens to, to have one or two tables <laughs> open. I'm so, man, we take for granted just simple things like being able to oh, yeah. go into a coffee shop and sit down with our laptop and work, you know. And so I was working and this was on Sunday, this just a couple days, a few days ago. And um, I got an email from my boys or twins or 14 i got an email from their school that said hey we we have to inform you that your your kids and actually it was the whole sixth seventh and eighth grade uh for this school are not going to be able to be at school this week they're going to have to do what we're calling distance learning or virtual learning or they're going to have to stay at home and be Online And so our school is meeting in person. They're doing great. They have protocols and stuff like that. But I was like, my goodness, less than 24 hours now we have to figure out <laughs> how we're going to do this week. And my wife and I were texting back and forth. And I want to just say this, the school and leadership and stuff like that, I just think in general, we need to give, my, this is a whole other yeah. thing, but we got to give people yeah. grace, y'all. Yeah. Like everybody, nobody, this is unprecedented. Everybody's trying to figure it out. Yeah, we're trying to figure it <laughs> out. And I think they're doing a great job. This isn't all a knock on the school or whatever. But um, I, I was texting my wife and I was like, y'all, what, what do families do that, Uh, have both parents working or something like that right now. Now, my wife's in school, too, and so we've got different things going on, and we just happen to be able to work it out pretty easy. But I was like, what if people can't work it out easy? And I'm like, it's like, that's how it it just, like, messed up our day, and then we kind of had to start thinking about how we're going to do this this week. That is 2020. Like, doesn't it seem like every single day... You, as soon as you start to maybe have a little sense of peace, you get the email that it's going to be different uh, tomorrow at school. Or this, my, my other daughter is in college. One of my daughters in college and she, one of her roommates got COVID. And so she had to exit and come home right. At, we just moved her in. And so, you know, we had actually moved my son back into the room that she was using, and then we had to kick him out again. I mean, he like- No peace like for him, yeah. He's always being right. evicted from that room because I thought you just moved her back to school. So y'all, this is, y'all are going, yep, I understand this. That's what we mean, it's like every single day. I haven't heard anybody go, hey, my word for 2020 is peace, man. This has been the most peace. Have you heard anybody say, this has been the most peaceful mm-hmm. year I've ever had? No, right?
1: impossible. It's like, yeah.
0: it's like there's this constant attack on peace. And so we want to talk about how to find peace because we feel like it's something that people are struggling with. Um, and, and we need to start by asking the question, really, what is peace? You know, so I always like to define things, right? Mm-hmm. If we're going to talk about peace, let's define peace. And so we want to do that. I want to start by talking about how most people define peace. And the reason we struggle with finding peace is because of how we actually define it. I think define peace. Most people would define peace this way. Peace is the absence of problems. Peace is the absence of problems. So like if there aren't any problems, then I have peace. The problem with that is we always have problems, right? And so we're sitting here talking about you can have peace and peace can exist and we believe it's possible and all this kind of stuff. But it, the the reason we struggle with this so much is because we define peace, most of us as the absence of problems. And so if there's no conflict, no disagreement, like, think about, like if you don't have a disagreement, if you're married with your spouse, like this was a peaceful day, Mm -hmm. right? Because why? There was no problem today. There was no difficulty today. Some of us are thinking when the pandemic's over, when the vaccine's available, I know there's disagreement on whether you're gonna have it or not. And, you know, that's, we're not getting into that, but I'm just, for some people, it's like when we can take the mask off, then I'll be at peace. You won't be at peace. Mm-mm. And the reason, if that's your definition of peace, because guess what? The next day, there's gonna be another what? Problem. Problem. Like problems, if, if you've noticed, they just always rolling up. It's kind of like waves at the ocean, mm. they just keep on coming and no matter how many times you like with my kids we used to build a little sandcastles on the beach right no matter how many times you build the sandcastle you come out the next day guess what it's wrecked again why because the waves keep coming the problems keep coming so unique let's let's ask this question (laughs) if if peace most of us define peace as the absence of problems the problem with that is there's always going to be problems then how do we find peace? How is peace possible? You just said a little while ago, and I, be, I believe it, we believe it,
1: that peace is possible.
0: How is peace possible if there's always problems? And we're always thinking that it's the absence of problems that equals peace. How's it possible?
1: B- before I answer that question, I want to uh, interject something that um, I was thinking about as as, as you pre- presented that, and, and, it's, and it's so key for me, even in, in my own personal life, is that what I end up doing, if I define peace the way that that most of us define peace, I mean, I, I looked at peace like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it creates an unrealistic expectation, right? Because if I think peace is only possible with problems being absent. Right. I set an unrealistic expectation for peace. Hmm. Which then, for, for me now, p- provides an issue because peace has then become an unmet expectation. Oh, wow. Always. So every day I wake up, I say, I want peace today. But then I have an argument with my wife. And, and doggone it, I had an expectation that I could And it wasn't meet, met. And it wasn't met, right? Yeah. Or then, like you at at the coffee shop. I'm going to have a peaceful day. I'm going to, you know, I know how you roll, man. So you, you, you already knew everything you were going to do that week. That's right? right. I sat down to get some things done and <laughs> email come yeah. and now. And I didn't I expect it. Have peace. That's right. If peace is only met with the absence of problems. Of problems. So then I, I become frustrated with, let's just be honest, life in general, maybe. That's right. Because. Who doesn't want peace? Isn't peace our goal? I I, I I get educated ultimately because I was told the right education, I could get the right job, which would lead to the, the right relationships, would lead to what? Peace.
0: Peace, yeah.
1: I'm gonna get married and I'm gonna have two kids and a nice white picket or fence four, and a dog. Or four kids. Not four <laughs> kids. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we have our own plans because ultimately, what are we chasing through these avenues? Peace. peace. So if we set that unrealistic expectation, what ends up happening is we become disappointed yeah. in life because I can never That's meet so good. my goal.
0: I like that. I heard somebody say one time, I wasn't thinking about it with peace, but it makes sense, and you just said it, like most of the issues we run into in life are because of unmet expectations. In relationships, in a job, career, whatever, the reason you get so messed up about stuff is because you had an expectation you were going to be promoted, and then you weren't, or you know, you were may, maybe in a relationship, you thought marriage was going to look like this, and it's harder than you thought. So there's this unmet expectation, and then I, I love how you talked about unrealistic as well. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like unmet and unrealistic expectations lead us to this place where we don't have peace. And I think it's because we define it wrong, man.
1: And 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 so what is the bigger picture because again for me personally, I find myself not being able to see the forest for the trees, right? Yeah. So the, the 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 forest is is where the peace is, right? That's right. But because of relationships and because of business and because of of a pandemic and and politics, sometimes, John, if, if if I'm not careful, I feel like I'm I'm trapped by all of these trees, right? I, I I know that there's something out there that I I should be focused on that can maybe get me past this. But truth is, sometimes it's it's hard. So like how how do we get to the point to where we can experience peace
0: yeah that's i think you're hitting on it and it's key and this is why we're calling this the bigger picture because this is the moment where we're going to we're going to say listen if you want peace you're going to have to step back you're going to have to expand your view you're going to have to see your life from a greater perspective you're going to have to see peace yes, yes. From a greater perspective, you can't view peace in that like small way. It's a small way, right. I think. Right. Um, you're gonna have to like on the you know on our logo, the icon. It's like you click it, and what happens? Like on your computer exp- or whatever. Expands. You're gonna have to expand your view. You're gonna have to see it in a bigger way, in a greater way. And so that's what we want to talk about right now: mm-hmm. is how do you expand your view of peace? How do you see peace from a greater perspective. How do you step back so that you're seeing the whole forest, right? right? right. Not just the tree that's right in front of you. We we really believe peace is possible. And so we don't think it's the absence of something in your life. We think it's something else. We think it's actually the presence of something. And I know that sounds simplistic, Mm -hmm. right? But here's a question for you. What if peace isn't about the absence of something, what if peace is about the presence of something? That's good. See, you got to step back to, to think through that. You got to go, okay. And you might be going, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like, and, and so we want to talk about what we mean. Let's get into that. What, what do we mean by the, the presence of, of something? What, what really are we trying to do with peace here?
1: I think the question is can I remain whole even in the midst of brokenness. Ooh, that's wow. Can can I remain That sounds counterintuitive. Y- yeah, I mean it's 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 definitely paradoxical, right? Because uh, again, if 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 I'm basing my peace on the absence of something the problem with that is I often have no control over that. Right. So no
0: circumstances.
1: They they happen, right? I mean right. How, we we still aren't sure how how COVID got here, right? Right, right. So so if my peace is contingent on the the absence of something, I'm not in control of my peace. Right. But if it's what you suggested, the presence of something or, or what I suggested, the ability to remain whole in the midst of brokenness. That's so good. That means I actually have power over my peace, which which is empowering, it's is motivating, it's is encouraging to know that no matter what's going on in our lives, I can still hold on to my peace. So I believe it's it's the challenge of remaining whole, even in the midst of brokenness, and, and I get peace, not with the absence of something, but through the presence of something.
0: Yeah, that's so good. And, and this is where we're going to, you know, we talked about where we get on the bus. Right. We, uh, and so we have a Christian worldview with this. I will tell you that there has been a lack of peace in my life a lot of times. And even as a Christian, I'm a Christian, you're a Christian, we're about to talk about the Christian worldview and where we think peace ultimately comes from. And so we wanna just go ahead and be upfront with you about that. But we do, we wanna invite you if you're not a Christian, kind of step back and consider this, right? And even if you are, I mean, a lot of Christians don't get Still this. I know I know that I didn't. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and there are days where I don't get this. This is like talking to myself, you know, as we as we talk about this. So, peace is the presence of God in your life. Okay, so it, if peace, peace does not equal the absence of all problems. Now we're not saying. Let's just, uh, just a little side note here, a footnote. The the absence of problems is a good thing. I'm not, no, I'm not, not an for advocate sure. for yeah. disagreement and war and all yeah. that. No, 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 no. That's we silly. we think that's a part of peace. But if it's the only thing peace is, no problems, no conflict, no pandemic, no. Y'all know that every four years we're gonna be voting in a new. I mean, it, or, <laughs> right. or or revoting, or I mean, it, politics and all that is always gonna be there. So peace has got to be bigger than all of that, right? So peace is about the presence of something, and it's really the presence of someone is what we would say in our Christian worldview. So if you if you study the scriptures which is the scriptures for us are for the christian it's it's a collection of 66 books 39 in the old testament 27 in the new testament we have it we call it the bible right we believe that it is we call it the word of god and i'm not i don't know if you subscribe to that or not but we do right and so if you read the word of god if you read scriptures like in the old testament there is actually a a word for peace that's constantly used and still used very much in Jewish culture. And the word is shalom. It's a Hebrew word. Now that word, Hebrew words have just rich meaning. And so it's even hard in just a few moments to describe it here. But that word means When somebody says shalom, what they are wishing for you, and the word means peace, it's Mm -hmm. interpreted peace. Um, It means, in the Old Testament, it's there constantly. It means wholeness and completeness, but this is the key, connected to God. What it means is the presence of God must be there Mm -hmm. if you're going to have Peace. peace. All right, so there's there's a question to ask which is like okay so if I don't have the presence of God in my life can I ever have peace in the Christian worldview the answer is no the answer is is no because God our creator wants to be in relationship with us and it's In the relationship that we have, which I often refer to it as the vertical, we think of God as up, right? Right. Unique, like he's up there somewhere, whatever. But the vertical relationship with God is so necessary for us to have peace. Now, that's the Old Testament. Shalom means peace, and it's wholeness, completeness, wished upon a person. Like if I were to say, Shalom to you, unique, what I'm saying is, I wish for completeness for you. Wholeness in your life, not no problems. That's right. not what we're saying. Right. Hey, I wish you to ha- never have a conflict, never have a problem. No, right. I wish God's completeness and wholeness for you, connected to Him. I wish that you would be completely connected with your Creator as as creation, so that you can experience what He has for you, which is ultimately peace, security, all of these kinds of things. Now you fast forward to the New Testament, mm-hmm. and Jesus comes. And he pronounces the same thing in the Old Testament. it calls him the Prince of Shalom, actually, peace. the yes. Prince of peace, talking about Jesus. Now we believe as Christians uh that Jesus is God. and so when Jesus shows up on the scene, like he is peace. that peace, right? I mean, we were talking about that uh earlier about how Jesus is peace, right? right? You right. were saying something about
1: that what it it, to, it it's like Peace is more about who we are in Christ, right? Versus uh, the state that we're in, the circumstances, the circumstances that we're in. So, which is how we always define peace, right? So, it's 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 not about the the circumstances that we're in. It's about who we're in a relationship with. with. But Be- because what I find really interesting is that we're saying. Um, peace uh, is the presence of something not the absence of something which is which is so key and the reason and and i I want people to make sure that you you grasp this idea because even when good things happen yeah if if somebody was to give you a million dollars right now without god you wouldn't have peace in that you wouldn't you you know if, if you got in a relationship with the person you always wanted like we like, the only way to have peace in my mind is to have a relationship with God because it's through him we have access to uh, his nature, which is peaceful. Yeah, and it ends up
0: extending out from us. This is what I love. Like, you know, a lot of folks watching this are married, have Children, some of us four, some of us two. two, Some of us. If you're smart, uh, (laughs) two. Some more than four, right? All right. uh, We have all these other relationships. And uh, uh, when you think about it, most of our issues with peace come from relationship problems Mm -hmm. and stuff like this. I mean... There's a lot of disagreement and argument over the pandemic. Again, we're not getting into, all but, you know, about masks or about where did this originate and all this. And we get, especially because of social media today, okay, we have right. the opportunity to engage in so much, even to say things kind of in a one-way type mm-hmm. way where maybe nobody responds back or they do. Most of our struggles with peace are born out of relationship with other people. Let's call that the horizontal. I already Mm. mentioned the vertical, but you also, you and I have a horizontal Mm. relationship. If we get into it and there's a disagreement, it mess, like if if we have a problem, like it messes up our peace and you're like, John, everything all right, whatever. I mean, I have people that I've, that relationships have kind of been messed up, right? right? Because we've, what? Peace is gone, it's missing, right? Why? Well, because we're so focused on the horizontal. Right. So here's, right. here's what's right. really amazing about peace in the scriptural sense, the Bible, and how it talks about God and Jesus in the New Testament when they pronounce peace, all of this, right? What they're saying is this relationship, mm-hmm. the vertical with God and His presence mm-hmm. in your life impacts the horizontal. So, when in the Old Testament, when they pronounced shalom and they said shalom, when Jesus comes and he talks about peace, mm-hmm. he's not just talking about this, he is. He's saying mm-hmm. it begins here, but then it flows out right. here. Y'all, <laughs> if we would have the presence. Of God in our lives is what we believe in Christian worldview and again, we don't know if everybody's there We know everybody's not there on the same page. We're just asking you to step back consider it Um, What happens is it impacts our relationships with others you can't have a Peaceful relationship with God then not extend that peace to other people You can't love God and him love you and then not extend that love to other people now we go out and we do that, but we're messing it up, right, right? right? And so, you know, you read the biblical stories, it's amazing. I'm just thinking about people in the Bible and stuff like that. The stories that you read, all of these people were in really messed up, most of them really messed up mm-hmm. circumstances. They would have looked at 2020 as like normal for them, right, I mean, right. in, in their day. Yet they had peace. How? How? Did they have peace when they had so many problems? The answer is, the presence of God. (laughs) And it extended out from them to other people. This is why Jesus himself said things like, blessed are the peacemakers. Like he was talking to people and he's like, once you have me, you can then extend that peace into other people's lives. that's kind of the essence of what we're saying is if you want peace in your life, then what it's gonna take, we think, is to not think of it as the absence of problems, right. but to think of it as something being present. And, and, and we're, we're submitting to you that what needs to be present is this whole God thing, yeah. to consider this, this relationship with Him because that then enables you to have real peace, even in the midst of problems, we're just crazy enough to, you know. I understand that what we're saying is it, it sounds crazy, right? Yeah, but I think we don't admit enough, unique, that sometimes as Christians with the Christian right. worldview, we believe some crazy stuff. Right. Right. Oh yeah. It, it seems counterintuitive. It, it's upside down, but I'm telling you, it's real and it works. It, I can have peace in my life in a pandemic. I can have peace in my life with a political season and disagreements. I can have peace in my life even though there's racial tension. I can have peace in my life even when I have mm-hmm. problems and struggles in my family. I can have peace in my life when when the um, prognosis comes. When, when, when somebody tells me when I'm at the doctor's office and they say, yeah. this is what's going on. I mean, yeah. we can have it. It's possible, right? Yeah.
1: We want to encourage you mm. that you have power over your peace through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah, um, I love I love what Jesus says in the New Testament. when He says, let not your heart be troubled. Just think about that for a moment. What what that means? Let me give permission to. So ultimately, mm. what Jesus was saying is um, don't give yourself permission to be troubled. Well, how, how how do I do that? Well, he tells us because of his presence, and so we just want to in, invite you into this alternative way of of thinking. Just right. just for just for a moment, imagine if you had power over your peace, not because of the absence of something, but because of the presence of a person. Mm. Just think about that for a moment. D- don't know where you are in that relationship, but I'm here to give you good news. John is here to give you good news that peace is possible, Yes, even in the midst of a pandemic, even in the midst of a political season, no matter what it is that you're going through, peace is possible and that's the bigger picture.
0: It is, listen, it's really what you focus on. That's maybe the last thing we wanna encourage you with today is to say, it's all about what you focus on, listen, if you focus on your problems, you will not have peace. It will never come to you. But if you focus on the presence of God, if you'll allow that to be what you look at, then peace is possible. And that is like Yannick just said, the bigger picture. So we want to invite you step back, expand your view, see the bigger picture, when it comes to peace and listen we can't wait uh, to be with you again Uh, we're going to be coming back to you in november the first uh, wednesday night in november 8 p.m it's going to be right after the election (laughs) that'll be fun and interesting right so tune into that uh, on that day the first wednesday of november at 8 p.m and we hope that you will have greater perspective for your life. We hope that you find hope in this today. Thank you so much for joining us for The Bigger Picture.